0: Countdown. Three, two, one. This is the Contracting Experience.
1: Connecting government contracting professionals to the world around them through conversations with acquisition influencers, insights into evolving hot topics, and sharing lessons learned from the field.
0: This episode features AFMC CDX Director Ms. Kimberly Norman and Procurement Analyst Ms. Barbara Lee Mariano Kelleher discussing the Air Force Material Command CDX office and how it is accelerating the AFMC commander's initiatives. They inform us on what CDX's mission is and progress that has been made through the AFMC We Need initiative. In addition, the ladies share how the AFMC workforce can engage with CDX to get additional resources, and help solve problems out in the field. I also want to take this opportunity to say a big thank you to our audio-visual production specialist extraordinaire out in the 88th Air Base Wing Public Affairs, Mr. Matthew Klaus Matt has recorded and edited the Contracting Experience podcast since the start. Although he was a little skeptical about a contracting podcast at the beginning, and I can't say I blame him, he has been my partner in crime in keeping this podcast going for over three years and over 60,000 downloads. He even started proudly wearing a contracting experience podcast pin for recordings. Unfortunately for us, he is moving on to a new job in the new year, but I just want to say thank you, Matt, for all your hard work and great support to the podcast. It has truly been a pleasure to work with you and get to know you. All right. Welcome, Ms. Norman and Barbara Lee to the podcast. Thanks. So Ms. Norman, what is the CDX office and what is its mission?
2: The CDX office is the Commander's Accelerated Initiatives office. And to kind of explain our mission, I'd like to kind of take you back and and give you a little bit of history about uh, how we uh, were created and why we were created, and then you'll probably better understand um, the mission that we currently have. So if we go back to the 2018 National Defense Strategy, that strategy really called on us to think differently. And it establishes the intent to pursue urgent change at at significant scale. And they said, you know, we're really coming out of um, a period of strategic atrophy where we are aware that our competitive military advantage has been eroding. And so, you know, they said, we need to, we really need to look at change and transformation of how the department conducts business. You know, looking at that, AFMC decided that we really needed to look at whether or not our command was structured and organized and had the right culture to support the National Defense Strategy. And things like, you know, did our culture support innovation and warfighting um, agility? Were we reactive or were we um, anticipating the Air Force needs? And in order to answer some of those questions, uh, General Bunch launched the AFMC We Need initiative, which was a grassroots effort to go out and talk to airmen at every level. So the team in 2019 went out and spoke with, um, well, we surveyed every single airman in the command. Uh, we also surveyed leaders within, within the command. We sat down and had interviews with Air Force leaders, every MAGCOM commander, the chief of staff, the, the secretary of the Air Force, um, and our own uh, center commanders. Uh, we also went back and we looked at what you know you AFMC was telling us over the last several years through DOXs and through ADSG uh, focus groups and a number of other methods for airmen to talk to us and tell us about what they needed to do their jobs and and identify gaps and and problems. And so out of that effort we received 90,000 comments and it gave us um, just you know a ton of information about uh, what our airmen needed from us. Um, And so from that, we uh, identified focus areas that we needed to go after, and um, when that initiative was out briefed, the result of that was a temporary stand-up of CDX. We worked for uh, General Schaefer, the um, deputy commander at the time. There were seven positions that were given um, to kind of go after all of these things that were identified, mm-hmm. and. Uh, just relentlessly you know get after change how do we how do we change some of the things that were um, identified and um, it was a one-year temporary uh, office Mm -hmm. and as we came up to the end of that year first of all there's still so much that needs to be done Um, but we were really making a lot of headway and um, through the through the corporate structure, uh, the suggestion uh, was proposed to keep CDX as an enduring office. And that's what happened. General Bunch and um, the AFMC Council approved the stand-up of the Commanders Accelerated Initiatives office as a permanent organization. Uh, still reports to the Deputy Commander. And um, we currently have it's a 13-person office, and we have three cells. Uh, the first cell is our mission enhancement cell, and that's kind of the front door into our organization. Uh, they they manage the the workflow, but they do a lot of, you know, kind of grassroots, you know, talking to airmen through a number of different um, means. They also have POCs in every uh, at every center, every wing, and every headquarters directorate, and so they're getting feedback that way. Mm-hmm. And they're they're continuing to work what we kind of consider those those AFMC we need type initiatives. The second cell that we we stood up was the continuous improvement cell, or continuous improvement and innovation cell actually. And um, that came from um, the 589 directorate. There was an organization within 589 um, that did CPI. And we pulled them out and they merged with CDX. And so we have all of our continuous improvement professionals in CDX now. So we have uh, two black belts and two green belts, and our, you know, our MAGCOM master process uh, officer is, is in our office, and they um, do continuous improvement events and help organizations throughout the command and in the Air Force actually. And then the third cell that we stood up, uh, we originally called the AFWorks Integration Cell. And that was because the um, the Vice Chief of Staff had asked all of the MAJCOMs to identify um, POCs to work with AFWorks uh, to uh, accelerate innovations and, but after, after we stood that cell up, we, we've kind of rebranded it a little bit and because we've realized that the role that CDX has is much greater than just that relationship with AFWorks. Uh, we really are, are doing the kind of the belly button for integrating innovation efforts across the command and with other MAJCOMs and other, other uh, Department of Defense entities mm-hmm. as well. We've kind of rebranded that cell to be the AFMC Innovation Integration Cell. So that is kind of our organizational structure. Our mission is really to improve, innovate, and, and um, integrate. So we, we try and ignite a culture of continuous transformation and spark an ecosystem of disruptive change and be that conduit for connections and synergies across the, com- across the command. With the goal that you know we are empowering and equipin- equipping airmen um, to drive to be the AFMC we need, the AFMC that the Air Force needs us to be, and and all of those things kind of fall under that umbrella. Great.
0: Can you provide insight into some of the progress that has been made through the AFMC we need
2: initiative? There has been, I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of initiatives that came out came out as a result of this. So every um, every directorate was given, you know, feedback on comments that came out of their, uh out of the AFMC We Need initiative, and they've pursued things, you know, that might have been relevant to their functional areas. Um, but then we've also taken a look at enterprise-wide some of the things that, that we needed to do. Uh, just very simply, one of the one of the things that we learned was that our airmen didn't fully understand the mission of AFMC. We're a very different command. Mm -hmm. Our makeup is very different with a very large civilian population. Um, Our centers are not, you know, other MAGCOMs don't have centers like we do. And and so people didn't understand even where they fell uh, in that organization and, and how each one of those Missions of the centers related to one another, and so um, you know, PA developed a communication plan that they've really been um, pushing hard to try and communicate who we are as AFMC and who we are as airmen and in, in our different career fields within the command to try and connect one another. Uh, there were efforts to connect organizations to an operational unit uh, where, say for instance, you know, an engineer might be working on on something and never saw the product after they, you know, that they had been working on for years and years and they never connected with the operational uh, unit that was utilizing, you know, something that they created. So there there have been efforts to um, connect program offices maybe with uh, other other units and, and other MAGCOMs to do that. General Bunch set aside $20 million the first year uh, to support these initiatives and that money went to improving um, our network, went to buying um, more laptops than, than we'd normally would be able to buy, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a fiscal year, um, to uh, help our airmen who were having problems, you know, connecting because of the the system that they were using was just not, you know, up to par. Uh, so we bought a lot of laptops, we improved uh, networks, um, we put money into facilities. We learned that there were a lot of our airmen working in some pretty suboptimal <laughs> working conditions, mm-hmm. and you know, we just it's it's been hard, you know, you fiscally to try and support our infrastructure and pour money and you know to keep all of our our buildings maintained and some things just didn't reach that priority level uh, to where um, they could be maintained Um, and so those some of those uh, places were identified to us and we were able to put money towards that to um, fix things um, help with you know dorm improvements Um, we've supported um the development of the the command-wide transition to TMT from soccer that was something that we heard a lot you know a lot about that the command wanted us to to switch uh, to TMT and so we helped support that and we launched our first spark tank Uh, competition and so this year we've had you know we we did our second annual spark tank competition and um, we're able to forward some of those ideas to the Air Force level spark tank competition but in the meantime some of those ideas that might not have um, been selected to go on are still getting funded you know uh, these innovators are able to put their ideas out there in front of um, our command leadership and they're getting support for some of their ideas. Uh, one of those um, was uh, Blood Rain uh, from last year's Spark Tank, where they were, uh, you know, they had the idea of, you know, being able to uh, drop blood <laughs> into an austere location, you know, where, uh, you know, there were you know, people injured um, to be able to get uh, to, you know, as a life-saving initiative and they're uh they're testing that and gosh there are so many different so many different things Um, professional development conference agile patriot was a result of the afmc we need initiative and all of these things were a result of airmen speaking up and saying hey we would really you know like some more development opportunities or you know whatnot there's so many and and um, we we try and advertise these through uh, we have an afmc we need team site that anybody can join if they want to follow updates on on what's going on we do a monthly activity report um, that gets sent to the senior leadership and and hopefully is getting pushed out but we also do a newsletter that goes out quarterly that general Schaefer sends out uh, command wide so that goes to every airman and then again we have the the POCs that people can reach out to uh, so we're trying to trying to push out information work a lot with public affairs to try and get a social media posts and and articles written on some of the things that that are happening around the command, um, but they're happening at every level. They're happening at the you know the flight and squadron level, and the wing level, and the center level, and then here in the headquarters, you know, in functional communities, and then they're also happening command-wide. You know, so um, there's been a tremendous amount of work that's been done. There's still a lot to do, but we're always also learning, and you we know, we continue to to listen um, to our airmen and uh, find out how we can help them and I and when I say airmen I don't I I mean at every level I mean we're doing things to try and help commanders Mm -hmm. Uh, we're doing things to try and help um, our youngest airmen in the dorms Mm -hmm. so great thank you Barbara Lee
0: why is it important to bring contracting expertise to CDX
1: well I think in the past you know, few years especially, I think how PK is viewed has changed, instead of just being that traditional contracting officer, buyer role, into really that idea of the mission focused business leader. And serving not just as the contracting officer, but really as that business analyst, um, and that, that that I think has become more of our role and how we're seen. Um, you know, even in, within IPTs, we are supposed to bring the business knowledge. So, not just contracting knowledge, but that basic knowledge of finding finance and legality, you know, all the things that, that we put all those kind of pieces together. Mm-hmm. So I think that was was key, is having that perspective of having that business advisor. So although our team is a very diverse team, I mean, within our cell, um, we have a program manager, an engineer, and myself. And then within the rest of the organization, as um, Ms. Norman mentioned, we have CPI personnel, we have HR. Um, So I think that diverse team and having all of those different perspectives is really key to to having a full perspective of how everything needs to integrate and operate together. Um, Specifically in our cell, the innovation integration cell, we say that we're trying to drive a culture of innovation by working hand in hand with innovators to link them to resources, Um, to give them a conduit to leadership to help accelerate their ideas and implement ideas across the enterprise. So having that ability to know what are the tools available as well as the limitations I think is key to innovation and also bringing that whole idea of speed with discipline. You know, Our innovators and engineers, they want to move faster, our program managers want to move fast, and everybody wants to go fast. But you have to sometimes take a step back and, and know what are the parameters that are stopping you or what are the roadblocks and what things need to be removed. So I think that having that ability to have a business advisor to bring that perspective of the discipline with the speed I think is, is critical.
0: Right. Well, and I like the point that you made about um, the business advisor, and I know uh, Air Force Contracting General Holt is pushing the mission-focused business leader, which made me think of what you were talking about with the engineer and connecting them on the operational side of, like, having our contracting folks, our acquisition folks in general, just really understanding what they're buying and why it matters to the mission, which then we can be better business advisors, right, if we understand those things, um, which is great. And when you talked about, like, um, you know, because people can come up with these ideas, but then it's like, okay, how do we connect getting our, our leadership, you know, influencing them so they think it's a good idea, and then what, how do we, where do we go next? And it sounds like that's what you guys are a good resource to even just talk through, like, like you said, what are the roadblocks and what are things that you're not thinking about that maybe you should be thinking about.
1: So hopefully you can look at us as, you know, what how can i connect you to other resources that may be able to help me or i have i have this program manager or this airman who's come to me with an idea and i'm not sure what to do i don't have leadership support within my organization and we're supposed to be there to to provide that support to help link those resources to provide advice to it to anyone i mean really anyone can reach out to our organization for help it doesn't matter and i'd love to see more pk people reaching out because we see innovation a lot of times within the technology right or improvement but there's improvement within pk that could be touched upon by changing policy and so any of those ideas could be brought forward for consideration okay great Uh, Barbara Lee, can you talk a little bit about um, what
0: areas of the AFMC We Need initiative affect contracting and how are those being addressed?
1: So for AFMC We Needs, um, you know, Ms. Norman mentioned that they collected over 90,000 comments and specifically within PK um, through field surveys, focus groups, and leadership surveys, they actually collected about 3,600 comments that were um, targeted towards PK. You know, and so they, they, our senior leadership within AFMCPK reviewed every single one of those 3,600 comments and kind of categorized them in certain areas of concern. So some of them were resources, culture, morale, IT network, retention. Um, after taking that, you know and, and taking all of those comments together, AFMCPA went out and started doing road shows at various locations um, with the goal of one, communicating who is AFMC because across the board, with all functionals, we were hearing they were hearing that, People don't understand what AFMC is and what their role in AFMC was, so that was a big key to the roadshow: was communicating that to the PK community, sharing the information obtained from the surveys, and offering speed mentoring from Ms. Bullock. Additionally, PK had a huge focus on retention. Um, I know that's always been a been a big thing for us in recent years. As PK is having some retention issues, I think that's cross-functional, but I mean, that's been a big focus for PK leadership of understanding why we're not retaining talent. So they were a big push to um, get going the AFMC exit survey um, that's being worked with A1. And so I know that's getting really close in the final stages is to have that exit survey so that leadership can really target what is causing our PK personnel to leave the command um, so that they can do more targeted initiatives to try to combat that. Additionally, they had planned to do additional focus groups on retention and training and ensuring that they were targeting training at um, the needs of the workforce. They tried to do some of those virtually with COVID, but found that they didn't get as good of a response without having the in-person focus groups, so some of those have kind of been put on hold due to the restraints of COVID, but I think the plan is to resume, and I know that at the AQC level, um, those same type of uh, training-focused and retention issues are being uh, looked at and addressed, and obviously our leadership will be looking at at what comes down from there, too. Okay, great. So, Ms. Norman, um, you talked a
0: little bit about this already, but um, how can the AFMC workforce engage with CDX, and what resources are available?
2: so there are many many ways we have an afmc we need workflow so people can always send um, emails uh, to us directly to the workflow we have a new uh, cdx sharepoint site that was just launched this week and so that went out in the uh, monthly activity report i believe it's the monthly activity report that just went out this week and um, I'm sure we'll probably make that a focus of our um, next quarterly newsletter as well. So that link will be out there. Okay. In addition to that, we've created an innovation hub. And that is on uh, Teams. Yes. And anybody who's interested in connecting there can, uh, that can get into Teams, has you know, can access that. And as part of that innovation hub, really trying to connect people uh, with all of the other innovation organizations throughout the command tell a little bit about what they're each doing and You'll be able to link to that from our SharePoint site as well There are the AFMC. We need POC's. It's uh Joe
1: Fountain and Jeanetta Moore I believe our our brandly knew the new POC's I think Joe Fountain's only been in that role for about a month
2: Yeah, so reaching out to them um, would be Probably the best step, and, and to talk with them, um, and then to connect with Ashley Morgan in our office and the mission enhancement cell. Um, but really, anybody in, a, in our office is, is willing to talk um, to them. And I, I know that Ashley is, is having um, routine meetings with all of those POCs, and then we're also doing the innovation working groups, and so. Uh, either the AFMC, we need POCs or an innovation POC in an organization is connected to that. And those meetings, I think, are happening monthly or quarterly. They're mm-hmm. happening monthly. Monthly. Um, and so there, there are all of those ways. And they can always reach out directly to me if they want to. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you both for being on the podcast and sharing more about CDX with our workforce. Great.
2: Great. Thanks for thank having you. us.
0: If you have suggestions for topics or people to interview or feedback on the podcast, you can submit those at thecontractingexperience at gmail.com. I want to thank you all for listening to the Contracting Experience podcast. Until next time, keep connecting to the world around you.